Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Miscellaneous Podcast. I am your host, Candy. And I'm Taylor. And on this podcast, we talk about random subjects, but we always have a starter topic. And this week, it is Miss Taylor's turn. What is your favorite grandparent story? Mm, considering I only have one alive right now, and I don't really remember my other ones. Well, like, one. any stories uh, that, like, I know, not involve you, but maybe, like, a story from their life that, like, your favorite. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, probably something my grandfather on my mom's side did. So oh, your here we go. Pa- your maternal grandfather. Yes, I I'm your so mom's bad. dad. Yeah, I'm so bad on those terms. Like, I don't know, <laughs> my mom's dad. Your um, maternal grandfather. Yeah, so um, it's not my favorite story, but it's the one that makes me laugh a lot. Okay. So in small town Moab, he was the only doctor for a very long time. Oh, that's so a lot of responsibility. Would, so he would basically deliver the cow and then drive across town and deliver the human. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So they didn't have a vet for a while, but he knew enough basic stuff that he could pull it off. Ew. And researched a lot. And so anyways, they also had a peach orchard. Okay. Uh, up in the canyon a little bit by the river road. So he went up there one time and he had, so he'd pull water out of the river and put it in this, um, thing that stores water it's like the things that are covered in the black tarp all around the sides it's like a water reserve basically i know what you're talking about i can't find the word for it we'll see if it appears later i don't know the name but everyone knows what i'm talking about um so he was checking the water level on that because he had reservoir i guess it's a A water reservoir basically a mini one Um, so, cause they had an orchard on both sides of the road, but one side was basically dying because he couldn't get enough water to it. Okay. So he's trying to figure out something with irrigation to try and get over there. So he's looking at it, he's testing it out, and everyone knows that once that black tarp gets wet, it is basically oil. It's, it's slipping snot. Yeah. So he's checking the water stuff and slips into it. <gasps> and he hadn't yet put up the rope. No! How <laughs> Um, the only reason anyone came for so he doctor goes well be in here for a while so he just floated on his back he actually had a really nice time (laughs) oh because nobody needed him (laughs) (laughs) nobody needed him he kind of felt bad because my grandma was left home alone with four kids all very similar ages oh man but she called the local sheriff so was like um so John hasn't been home in a few hours, and he said he was gonna be back like three hours ago. Can I don't? He said he's going to the orchard. Can someone go check on him? So they drove out there, and the police goes over and goes, "How you doing, John?" He's like, ah, "You know, I'm doing all right." <laughs> <laughs> so they throw down a rope, and he pulls him out. But he was, he was literally there to install the rope for the kids in case they fell in. And he was like, I, okay. So before they left, that was the first thing he did is put that rope in. That is a fabulous. I know, but he was just hanging out on his Wait, like, what, is, what is there to do? Like, he knows someone will come find him. Mm-hmm. Oh my and, goodness. Yeah, so he was just floating around. I mean, it was deep enough that, like, you had to swim, but he was yeah. just hanging out. Had a good time. Knew someone would come find him. Small oh. enough town, people would notice. And that, how you doing, John? Well, you know, just take it out. <laughs> just floating through life. Floating through life. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> the other thing—it's not—it's—it's it's a sad story, but I like can't believe it every time I hear it. Okay. So they had a dog. 
Okay. And he did not like this dog. So your grandfather, John, did not like the dog. My grandfather, John, did not like this dog. Okay. Or Paul. Why would he... Is his name is Paul. That's weird. Oh. I don't know. I don't know why that... Well, okay. His name is Paul, people. <laughs> he has a new name now. His name is Paul. My uncle's name is John Paul. Oh, okay. That's, That's probably right. how you got there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your your grandfather, Paul, my grandfather does not Paul, like the dog. Paul Mayberry. Um, so they had a dog. He didn't like this dog. Kids loved this dog. In love with this dog. Okay. And... So he didn't like this dog. So one day he's leaving for work and the dog liked to take naps under the wheel <gasps> in the car. Oh no. And he reversed over the dog. <gasps> oh no. The dog. Oh no. My grandma said she got a call and he was beside himself because oh. he knew how much the kids loved this dog. Oh. Yeah. And he was like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? He's like, they love this dog. They're going to kill the dog. She was like, he was so worried they were going to hate him forever. Oh. Because she's like, and so, of course, my aunt, that is hard to deal with. Um, he, he told her and she said, she's like, you never let that dog. You did it on purpose. And like left. <gasps> and... My grandma was like, obviously, she came back and was like, I know it's not your fault, but she was like, she needed someone to be angry at. Yeah, understandably. Yeah, and she was like, it was just because he knew the kids loved this dog. Yeah. They all loved this dog. He was their favorite dog, and he accidentally killed the dog. That's so sad. She was like, he was so sad. Like, so it's obviously not a favorite story, but every time I hear that, I'm like, I just, like, can't believe it. Oh, man. So, speaking of can't believe it, so my grandparents... Oh. Oh. I, I, nope. I And look, it's time for medicine. Time for meds. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, can't believe it. So, my grandparents met as young teenagers. <laughs> We're friends. Whatever. Um. Met again in college, at a dance. Danced together, separately. Went back to their friends and were like, "I can't believe them. I hate them." I'm going to start dating them, make them fall in love with me, and then break their heart. Yeah, they got married six months later. <laughs> like, literally, because I was like, you know what? I'm just going to write my grandma a letter. I want some of her stories. And so she's like, yeah, actually, I'm in the, the process of, like, writing all my stories down. So I'll, I'll print you off a few. And this is one that I'm like, are you serious? I, I never have to wonder why I'm extra. Like... <laughs> I, the dramatics come from one side, the extra comes from the other. <laughs> like, Look, I finally have answers for the way I am. Okay, uh, well, so that's my mom's side. On my dad's side, my great-grandfather, his mother, was a spitfire. Spitfire. This woman nearly killed a man. For what reason? So she fell asleep. Okay, mind you, this is like... 1930s. No, earlier. Earlier. Like, like 1890s. So, 1800s area. Mm -hmm. Um, I could probably look it up, but 1800s time frame. On my great, so my great, great grandmother. Yeah, my great, great grandmother. Um, What? You're mathing wrong. I did the math wrong on that. I was trying to <laughs> you added an extra hundred years. I was like, what the heck? My grandma was born in 1931. There we go. Okay. 
mm. in the 1800s, this woman. Yes. So she fell asleep. Her brother and his friend took ashes or coal from the fire and blackened her face. <gasps> when she woke up, she threw a frying pan so hard. Had it connected, his friend would have been dead. Cast iron. Look at that TikTok table. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He was like, Rapunzel is a strong woman. He's like, this is murder! <laughs> um, yeah. She also, if I remember right, she taught herself how to drive a team of horses because some man told her she couldn't. Oh, she and I was like, spiteful. I was like, oh, oh. And she's like, out of spite, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, like, I literally, I was like, oh, and wow. Was like, you've, you've done some things out of pure spite. I literally I was having a conversation with my therapist and I was like she's like what is your body made of I was like spite and she's like no it's not I was like it is made of spite and she's like Taylor it's not and I was like fine it's not but it is <laughs> like I refuse to let go of this point that I'm not made of spite uh, I am spite driven I am spite incarnate <laughs> I am spite um. <laughs> what okay so where so that's that story what about the other side of your family that's actually both sides of my family so like that was my mom's parents so you both you had both parents that tried to kill someone with a firing pan no no that was my dad's great grandma Mm -hmm. so my great great grandma my dad's grandma got married at 17 because she went in front of the judge and when he asked are you over 18 she answered truthfully because her sister had put the number 18 in her shoe oh my gosh the level of petty. It's not even petty. Not it even is the petty. letter of the law. It, she was not lying. She was over 18. But why did she want to get married so young? I don't know. I guess back then that was like... It know, was the thing. It was normal, but still. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I probably okay, ask so someone. The national marrying age is 37, by the way. No. Like the average age of getting married is 37. So when people in Utah get married and they're like 18, 20, the rest of the country's like, what are you doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when... I don't regret when it. When middle sibling heard that, she was like, I have so much hope for myself now. Yeah, because she's like, what? 30. She's 30 I was now. like, barely 30. She turned 30 in July, which she was very upset about. <laughs> Why? I don't know. She was like, my, my golden years are over. And I'm like, okay. No. <laughs> well, then make these your platinum years. But we were, so we went to the James Taylor concert last night, mm-hmm. and she we were sitting there, and the first guy that opened, his name was Jackson Brown. We've never heard of him. We don't know any songs. Most people at the theater were like, oh my gosh, Jackson Brown. Like, they were freaking out. Oh, wow. He was good. Like, he's not, don't do it. Your, your little thing over there lit up like, yes, what? No, I'm not requesting a song. <laughs> Um, I, I need the Bezos Corporation to stop listening to me. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so, like, the crowd was, like, losing their minds for this guy, and we didn't know who he was. He was good. He was mm-hmm. really good, but we didn't know who he was. And so, I had a point. I've lost it. Hold on. Do, oh, yeah. Do. So, we were sitting there, and we're both kind of tired, and she looks at me and goes, at 30, I'm just too old for concerts anymore. I want to go home and be in my pajamas and... Look at my phone. <laughs> That's 30. I'm going to be turning 28, and I was like, I, I want to like, go to concerts. I was please? Like, you're, you're what now? You're 30, and this is happening to you? Like, it, And then we went to an amusement park, and she was like, all this stuff. It was funny. 
all this stuff like i'm too old for this yeah she's like i'm too old for it she's like i've gotten beat up a lot or something and i was like okay so universal was cool but also like disappointingly small in comparison to disneyland well disneyland was also like he had made shell corporations to buy up all that land which Universal is literally, literally on the side of a hill. Yeah. You have to go down like four massive escalators to get to the other part. Yeah. I've been. There's so many stairs. Um. So I realized that the Universal I want to go to is in Orlando. <laughs> yeah. That's the one I want to go to. Yes. The Mummy Wide was really fun, but that was because it was a legitimate roller coaster. <laughs> and also my cousin does a lot of roller coasters. Because we, there was the, um... The Hippogriff. Okay. Flight of the Hippogriff was the name of that roller coaster. It was a little kid one. Mm-hmm. Fun. Little tiny thing. If I'd waited 45 minutes for it, I would have been pissed off. But wow. we, we just walked right on because it was, they're doing Halloween Horror Nights right Okay. Now. So everything was closed off for like an hour and a half so they could clean everything up and kind of close stuff down. Yeah. And then, so when they opened it again, we just like walked right onto that and went. And it was fun. But I mean, if I had to had to wait for any sort of length of time, I would have been upset. Because oh. it was that kind of lame roller coaster. Ow. And she didn't want to go on because it was too intense. So we were like, oh, oh, you really don't like roller coasters. Well, that's good that Universal's a lot of experiences. So, so here's how here's how you would know. The Bat Lagoon mm-hmm. too much for her. Oh. Which is like the lamest ride at Lagoon. Because they piped it up and everybody was like, well, this ride sucks. Yeah. It is... It is the wrong style for how wide or how big it is. It needs to be like set up like a regular roller coaster. Yeah. Then it would be more fun. But because of how it's set up, you can't do anything with it. Yeah. It's the roller coaster where your legs dangle into space. So. And they had so many other places where they could have updated a roller coaster with that style, and it would have been perfect. One of my all-time favorite roller coasters is at Knott's Berry Farm, though. Yeah. Called Ghost Rider. One of the biggest wooden roller coasters. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> the last time I was at, like, I think we were in California at Disneyland. My sister and I went on California Screaming when it was still California Screaming. I think we went on it like six times in a row. What is it called now? I don't know. I just that's the only thing I know it is. <laughs> we went, we went uh, like six times in a row. Ooh. We had so many fast passes. I think I was nauseous and dizzy when I got off that last well, time. Last followed by two loop tubes. That was a lot. Six times. Repeatedly. Because the only time I've had roller I'm like, if it's in a row, it's a lot. Yeah. Because the other thing I appreciate about Disneyland is that it has a lot of fun rides, but they're all very different. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. I also appreciate that there are lots of different experiences. Because, mm-hmm. like, Universal has Harry Potter World, and I was like, oh my god! I get a wand. It's beautiful. I love mm-hmm. it. I should show you. I'm like, yeah, actually, you should. I really like it because they have all the character. They have every single character wand. There's a oh. lot, but I didn't want a character wand. I no. wanted my wand. Yeah. And I also didn't do the experience thing because I didn't want to wait 30 minutes just to buy a wand that was right there. So. <laughs> yeah. And they were, and every single one of them is interactive, which I didn't do because there was a bajillion people, and I was like, I would rather go do on a ride. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, let me go do something fun. Let me be free. Yeah. So. It was really cool there, and I was like, Harry Potter World is Because I have photos. I'm sorry, podcasters, you can't see the photos, but Taylor can, and her reaction will let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's so amazing. Oh, this is the aquarium we went to. I love you. I pet jellyfish. 
That's cool. Jellyfish feel like silicone breast things. Implants. Yeah, not implants, just the things that you put in there. Where are my photos? What do you mean the thing? You mean the chicken cutlets that hold your boob up or make it look bigger? Yeah, it feels like those. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look at it. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. They had Hogsmeade. Here's <gasps> the castle. That's cool. Whoa. Here's the castle at night. Ooh. Or here's the Hogsmeade at night. Here's the castle. And I was like, look at it. Here's the castle. I night. want to go inside. The ride in there is actually pretty cool. It's not like a roller coaster, but you're on this giant arm that kind of moves you up and down. Oh. And then, so you do some stuff, and there's like animatronics that move, and then they put you in front of a screen. <laughs> but because the screen is so big and you're in it, when they dive down, it feels like you're going down with them. Yeah. So it's fun. Because brains are weird. Mm-hmm. It's fun. You get that little whoo in your stomach. <laughs> I was like laughing like a new. I, I laugh on rides. Yeah. However, we went to Jurassic World, which is basically the tallest rock ride I've ever been on. The tallest what? Log ride. Log. Ooh. So it's like so. I, I Pirates of the rides. Caribbean is funner in terms of the stuff they have. Yes. Which, by the way, I guess Johnny Depp actually did go on to that ride and was like freaking people out. Yeah, I have heard that. By the way, people, be nice to him. Johnny Depp. Yeah, he got like his whole life derailed by her. Stupid Amber Heard. I I'm not in. I don't follow. She said he was incredibly abusive. Court believed him. He lost a bunch of contracts. A lot of people said, no, she's the abusive one. Here's fit. Here's video. Here's photograph. Here's recorded messages of, of her being abusive. Mm. So he's suing her for all the damages because he lost a lot of contracts. And defamation. They fired him from the pirate series. What? Because, that was still going? Yeah. He, he was, he, there were supposed to be six movies. They're doing a fifth Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford is not going to do that. He is. Are you serious? He's going to be like 86. He going to... Yeah. Because yeah, the last movie I could see him in for the Indiana Jones, he was like, you could tell he was trying, but he wasn't feeling it. No. When he was Han Solo, you could he was like alive. Like he was having a good time. Yeah. Reprising the role of Han Solo. All I'm going to say is there is no fourth movie. No. Nope. Shia LaBeouf? He did great. He did great. He did great. great. But Steven Spielberg was mad about that. Because he was like, I've already done an Aliens movie. Yeah. I've already done that. And then the guy went behind his back and did it. And he was like, oh my god. (laughs) Ruined it? Spielberg does not like to do repeat stories. Yeah. And he shouldn't. Because, like... He's amazing. Yeah. Um, Anyways, the log ride. So... We were going on it. It's Jurassic World. The dinosaur breaks out. So, like, it was funny. We go up the ramp thing... And that has a little splash into the water, and Alex thought it was a bigger drop, so she did a... Uh, a scream? Ac- ac- accidental. Whoa! It's nothing there. And then there was, like, a mini one. Okay. Like in, like in Pirates. The bloop, bloop. Mm-hmm. I do like the up and down one in Pirates, so that's the final one. Woo! Or is yeah. that in the actual log ride? I think that's in the actual log ride. Um, splash Mountain? Yeah, Splash Mountain. Yeah, that one freaks me out. I really like Splash Mountain. I hate Splash Mountain. I do, I do it every time because everyone wants to go but i hate splash mountain i love it um it stresses the, me out the so final bad drop for jurassic world was larger than splash mountains no thank you <laughs> no thank you and no thank you I no thank you i would have normally been okay but it totally caught me off guard <laughs> so let me explain how because you're gonna be like how it's a massive drop well here's how so it's the indominus rex pops up the animatronics in that ride are actually pretty solid oh nice yeah, they're pretty great and 
so the Indominus Rex is rolling, roaring, you're like, wow, we're actually pretty close to that thing. And then the T-Rex pops out, and you're like, whoa, look at that. And then I thought it was really weird that they just had it suspending in air because you could see the bottom of it. I was like, what the heck is that? And then we're falling. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was totally caught. It was long enough that I had a full scream come out, and then I ran out of air. Oh. And we were still going. Oh. And, like, all of us in the ride were, like, kind of, like, shell-shocked because we weren't expecting that. We're like, oh, that was, oh, wow, that was, like, a lot. And you didn't get very wet on that ride. Well, I mean. You get a little bit of a splashiness. But, like, that's great. Like, you don't want to be, like, soaked. Yeah. But, I mean, it was just, like, it, I was looking up. And then we were falling. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> it totally caught me off guard. I was like. I, I had a big scream, and then I ran out of air about halfway down and, like, didn't make any more noise. And I was like, oh, if I had known that was coming, I probably would have enjoyed that way more. <laughs> it totally caught me off guard. No, I hate, I hate Splash Mountain. I hate it so bad. You don't like that sudden drop? I don't. I don't. I think it's the anticipation. Mm. And I just don't like getting wet and in the I first place. The and the buildup and the anticipation of being wet. And because all the like, other rides have great drops, but it's like you're just you're just going. But also, there's no seatbelts. I think that's probably what freaks you out is that you're not belted in. I just, I, it freaks me. So like, if I'm mentally going through the ride, it's like the higher we get, the more my stress level freaks out because I'm like, there is no safe way to stay in this tiny boat. I'm going to die. Everyone has fun. The only reason I'm on this freaking ride is because I love the people I'm here with and they want to go on the ride and I don't want to be left alone by myself, but I'm just like... <laughs> you just start spiraling. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. I, I spiraled so, so hard on that ride. <laughs> um, also, so the mommy ride at Universal is basically Space Mountain, but with more light. Oh, okay, cool. Because there are scenes that light up and flash by, like, really fast. Oh, okay. But it's fun. Because you go, it's like 30 seconds, and you're like, woo, this is really fun. And then it stops at a while, and you're like, oh, and then it reverses through the whole thing. <gasps> Whoa, that's cool. Yeah, it's really fun. My cousin didn't want to go on that one. It's too intense. And I was like, that was the best ride in the whole park. Wow. That's cool. Their haunted mazes were really lame. Yeah? They were so lame. That's terrible. They sucked so bad. Of course, I'm the person that doesn't get scared in haunted houses. I just want to know how things work. Um, like, employees yeah. don't like me because I don't react. Or I laugh in their face. Again, the spiraling. <laughs> um, so, we the, they, they didn't do it right. I know they were just they were just trying to get people through as fast because by the time we went through one, the, hour, the wait for it was an hour and a half. Oh, no. When we got in line, it was 20 minutes. It wasn't really a 20-minute wait because they were literally just, like, filing people through. Oh. Which means that the people in front of you are getting scared. So then you're not getting scared. So then I'm not getting I mean, I don't get scared anyways, but, like... But there's no jump scare happening towards your group. Yeah. And there's just too many people. Yeah. Like, they literally had to wait 30 seconds for every group, and it would have made it way better. But that would have made the line huge. And there was... So there was a lot of people in the day. There was an uncomfortable amount at night. There were so many people at night. And they make you wear a mask in the park because they're like, there's going to be like a huge amount of people here. Please yeah. wear a mask. Which I'm like, I get that. I understand. Um, but I did appreciate the characters that were running around. They didn't have like a, they had like a character costume mask on. Oh, okay. So they were probably masked up underneath. So you yeah. didn't have to worry about it. So then it doesn't look like they're wearing a mask and just like ruins the whole illusion. The best one that we went to was the Purge one. You got on a tram. Uh-huh. And they carry and there's a little TV that does like the introduction for the purge thing, 
And there's a like little happy lady, and she's like, "Oh, I see that some of you guys brought your kids today." And then the guy, and the guy in the tribe was, "Why?" <laughs> he, he was hysterical. He was really, really fun. I enjoyed him a lot. Um, and then she was like, and then there's a person that hacks into the TV. He's like, "Oh no, this person is hacking into the." And it's like an actor that's like, "They're coming! They're coming!" And he's like, "You're a party pooper." And then we turn the coins like, Duck, there she is. And it's an act, a character dressed up like her. Yeah. Pretending to hold a baby in like a red hoodie. And then so we get off the tram and we're all kind of milling toward the thing. And then all these chainsaw people just jump out of nowhere and just like, Rah! Nope. Mm-hmm. Which there's only one thing I've literally legitimately been like scared the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Was when we went to a content core maze when I was in the youth group at church. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I, there were three of them. In the maze, but they you could hear them in the distance. <laughs> and then the minute you stopped hearing them, you're like, crap, I don't know where they are. <laughs> no, thank you. That's... So one of the last haunted corn mazes I went to, we went on a double date with some friends whose baby was maybe four or five months old. Mm-hmm. So he was like snuggled in, strapped to dad, and dad's like, six foot mm-hmm. and so he's just like walking through and then like somebody goes around the corner to try and scare him and they're like why are you wearing a baby like, <laughs> why have you done this <laughs> i can't believe you've done this just totally threw the whole thing up and everyone it was so funny <laughs> like it was so funny to me i can't scare you now i'm gonna scare the tiny child <laughs> he was not even awake he was so asleep because <laughs> so so my haunted corn days was i went with a bunch of friends and so we're going along, and our youth leader there is there. And we go in a little bit, and the first chainsaw guy, we didn't even know he was there. Totally scared as all. Like, and I don't do the high-pitched scream thing. Mm-hmm. I, I've only ever done that once, and I was going to murder the person who did it to me. I was so mad at him. And he was like, I didn't know you could make that Because <laughs> literally, it was like slow motion. I felt it start at my toes, rise all the way up through, and explode out my mouth in a really high-pitched, ah! Oh no! I that almost so I almost took 1.0 out the other day. <laughs> like, okay, so I when I am working, I have headphones on, and I typically only have one covering my ears so that I can just like hear all the other noises because that's just what I need to do to feel comfortable. Um, but I was listening to a scary story because it's spooky season and I love it, and so I had the second one on and I felt a thump on the floor. And then there's, I'm listening to the scary story and I'm getting hyped up and hyped up on the scary story. And I turn and there's a little face at elbow height and I nearly took him out. (laughs) I screamed. You're like, you're a lucky child that I have control over my ligaments because. Oh my body. I just, I nearly took him out. You're like, I would have decked you in the face. I am waiting for this kid to be like. 13 and think it's funny to scare mom until i break his nose one day you're just gonna smack him (sighs) Uh, anyway so um the first guy like and i and i did this oh and like backed up thing and then so we're going along and (laughs) the second guy also scared us because he came in front of the group and then like (laughs) we we felt bad, though, because we kind of startled him. He wasn't back in his spot yet. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I got to start this. And we're like, oh, oh, it's okay. Do you want to you wanna try again? We're like, trying to be nice, but he's also really creepy looking. Yeah. Like, do you want to try again? And he's like, 
Then everyone can be like, turns it on, and then we're like, okay, he got, oh my god, he's coming. <laughs> so, I mean, he still got us, even though we watched him struggle for a sec. <laughs> That's even better. Because I think it's because we're already amped. Yeah. We're already amped, so we're just ready for it. So, then we're going along, and of course, there's like the little people here now and then. And there was one thing where they have the giant air filled air things that are pushed together. So, you have to like push your way through the darkness. Yeah. And I hate those because you can't see anything. So then they're hanging on to my shirt, and I'm going first. So I'm pulling us all through. Mm-hmm. And then, so then we're going along, and you kind of got that slightly hunched thing, because you can hear them in the distance. People are scared. You can't see anybody. Nobody is around our group, because it they doesn't... separate at you enough. Mm-hmm. And they have walkies. So, like, one person will be like, hey, they reached this point. Yeah, put them, send them in. Yeah. To give enough distance so that every scared person gets to scare every group. <laughs> and then... I used to say, what happens if I hit them? And then I realized I won't. I just weave. <laughs> I just scatter. I don't hit them. You're the one who has to ask what happens if I hit them. <laughs> because she has had the fight training. I have the run training. Um, and so the third, so we're hunched along. And we're kind of going along. And then I stopped and I was like, what? And I was like, guys, what? I don't hear him anymore. And the collective... Oh, no. Now we don't know where he is. We could be coming up close. We don't know. Because we've been hearing him in the distance for a while. Yeah. But we And then we're like, okay, we're getting closer. And then suddenly he stopped and we're like, no, we don't know where he's at. Okay, I will say the worst break I've had, I was going through a haunted house once and I got to a room and I was like, well, hi, friend. Like... <laughs> totally threw me out of the scary mood because i was like i just and it took me so long to pick up there like i i'm acting taylor leave me alone and i was just like he's like i'm, I'm working i am at work <laughs> yeah they were just like and i was like oh well like this totally just threw off my groove like i am not scared anymore <laughs> i've been oh i've had a reset yeah <laughs> That's basically what it was. I don't remember what happened, but we went to that haunted house. I had to, like, step off to the side and, like, get pulled out or, like, something bad happened. I don't remember. But I ended up seeing, like, a lot of people who worked there and I had to go, like, find an office. Like, I don't remember what happened. But I remember something happened. <laughs> um, so we stopped hearing him. So we're going along. Uh, me and Taxon are in the front. And, I re- like, so it's us in the front because we were the two that were, like, brave enough that we could spring the trap. Because yeah. nobody wanted to go first, and we're like, well, we can't just stand here. <laughs> so let us lead the way. But this next, the third chainsaw guy was smart, though. He waited for half of us to go past. So he springs out. Me and Saxon are just gone. We just leave, everybody. We just are off sprinting. Yep. Sprinting through. And I may have peed a little bit. <laughs> I was on my period, so I did have a thing, but I may have peed just a little bit. <laughs> I was told, so caught, like, seriously, I learned that my first reaction when absolutely startled is to just sprint away. Hmm. So, because, and at that time, Saxon was in track, so he was, like, a sprinter. Yeah. And I was behind him, and we were just like, Pfft. we made it all the way to the next scare person without anybody, and we were like... And we both stop, and we're like, there was another scare actor in there, but we had been, like, beyond the scare point, so, like, we, we, we didn't even phased by them, and we were just like, oh, where's everybody else? We're like, oh, no. So we had to go back for him. Oh, no. <laughs> we just left him in the dust. And when oh. we get back, they tell us what had happened. So 
Tanner was in between two people, or he was behind two people. And when they came up, he shoved his sister into the corn <gasps> and the other person on the ground. I think her, it was Bailey that he shoved on the ground and then just took off between them. His sister and his friend just, boom, on the ground, get out of my way, and ran. Oh, no. And everybody else did the classic, because he was in front of them, cower and back away thing. Yeah. Like, it was just, he got us all so bad. I mean, the one time, I don't even remember the chainsaw, it's my brain is address a threat. Like, (laughs) that is what you do. yeah he that was the first time i've ever been so scared in a haunted court maze the next time we went i didn't have a great time because i had to carry my friend through because she shut down she was so scared oh no like i felt bad for her but because i was carrying her around yeah i just was like i can't be scared because i can't run off with her i might hurt her yeah so i just like well i guess but i mean like it's not how things were it's kind of cool but I so, I literally carried her on my back for the majority of that maze because she just shut down. Oh, like, she couldn't walk. That's scary. And she told us, like, hey, I get scared really easy. And we're like, okay, that's fine. Like, we thought she was just going to scream at everything. No, she shut down. Wow. She shut down and buried her face into the side of my neck and just, like, hung up. Wow. And then every time something happened, she didn't know what it was, and she would just scream into my ear. Ah, yeah. hopefully it was your deaf ear. Uh, nope. No. <laughs> it was the good ear. I told her to switch sides, though, so I was like, I'm already half deaf in one. You can't injure my good ear. But, yeah, she just hung on to me, but I was like... And I would have to, like, narrate what was happening. Well, that and, was kind of you. Well, because, like, if I didn't, she would get scared even worse, because she wouldn't look up to see. Oh. So I'd be like, hey, we're coming around this thing. It looks like some clown Girly. stuff. There's a guy directly in front of us. Don't worry about it. Like, Girly, you can say no. <laughs> no one else can carry her. No, you can say no. You don't have to show oh. up to the corn maze at all. Yeah, we, we, we were like, she's like, no, no, no. I was like, well, you don't have to come. Like, you can say no and everything. I always make sure and tell my friends, like, you can say no. Yeah. Like, if I ask you to do something, I always follow it up with, you can say no. Yeah. Because I don't want you to feel like you ha- you're doing it because you feel pressured to. Oh man, so like last year, I don't like I don't we haven't done something scary in a few years. Um, well, I was like, of course not last year. Mm, Everything was shut down last year. Year before. Twenty nineteen. No, last year. Twenty twenty. Yeah, in October. You did some. We went to a pumpkin patch that um a company had bought out completely, and we got in for free. Oh. Um, me and me and boyfriend did actually go to the pumpkin patch, but. But they had, like, this huge corn pit and, like... I th- I have vague memories of these pictures. Yes. <laughs> My favorite thing. We got home. Because one point I had been in the corn pit the entire time we were there. Uh, unless we were, like, climbing the hay bales. <laughs> and climbing the hay bales and, like, all that fun. Mind you, I was, like, eight months pregnant. Climbing hay bales. <laughs> no one stopped me. Someone probably should have tried, but whatever. Taylor, it was you. They, they wouldn't have been able to. Point aside, <laughs> my one of my favorite Halloween memories from now on will be the corn nuts. He had no less than twenty pieces of corn in his tiny diaper stuck to his little body when we got him home. It was so silly. Mm. Everyone's like, what are you doing for Halloween? What are you doing for Halloween? I'm not doing anything. My toddler doesn't know it's an actual thing that he gets candy for and can demand. I'm not doing anything. 
and everyone's like oh i mean that's a good that's a good point i guess and i was like yeah are you kidding like the only thing i the only reason i do easter is because i can do that at home and he's gonna have so much fun like i love halloween but we're not doing anything (laughs) yeah um how my parents because my parents are more conservative conservative christian where my dad is always trying, he always tries really hard to recognize his faults and that he shouldn't, like, just because one Christian behaves another way, different to him, doesn't mean they're doing it wrong. Because mm-hmm. he got saved at one of those churches that's borderline cultish. Ah, uh, okay. I can't remember the name of it, but he didn't realize how extreme they were mm-hmm. until he went somewhere else and went, oh. <laughs> Okay, saying that was not a normal behavior. Yeah, so... Got it. Like, he says he struggles with it. He says, I still struggle with it, and I truly hard not to. Because he's like, there's this Christian pastor who's, like, like full arms, full sleeves of tattoos, smokes on stage and curses. Hmm. But he was like, but he's reaching a lot of people that way. Okay, my my only thing is you shouldn't be smoking indoors. Yeah, but I mean, like, Like, this was, again, when he was, like, in his 2030s. Oh, okay. I was like, you don't smoke inside. This is not today. This was back then. But he realized, he was like, I have to, like, I can't say that he's not a Christian because he is. Just because he doesn't look like me, act like me, and talk like me doesn't mean he's not. Yeah. So he's trying to get better about it. But, I mean, every once in a while he'll say liberal with a little bit of disdain in his voice. And then I don't say anything because I'm like, that's just, I don't like politics. We're not going to get into it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Especially because I, whenever, whenever someone asks me what my political status is, I'm like, I don't know. Like, what do you mean you don't know? I'm like, I don't know because I don't care enough to know. And my morals are basically my political statement. Yeah. And I realized that this last election, apparently they were more democratic. I find myself leaning more democratic because more democratic leaning policies and steps that are being taken align more with my faith and what I believe should be happening in the world around me. That's exactly what was happening. Because I would read, like, what is your mission statement? What is your mission statement? And I realized I was more along the lines with more democratic people. Because because republicanism wasn't aligned with Christianity until Reagan. Freaking hate Reagan. (laughs) Okay. Avoiding politics. I'm just and saying, <laughs> historically. <laughs> um, I started this off with a point. Oh, where was the point? Um, I lost it. I said my parents are a little more Christian. Conservative. Oh, conservative, yes. Where was I going with that? I don't know. Shoot. I had a point to this. I had a point. <laughs> um, Every time I say that phrase, my brain goes to Big Hero 6. I had a point. <laughs> <laughs> Should I have picked up a, parent- a book on parenting? Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> Probably. At a point. <laughs> um, I don't remember. Then she stress eats her donuts. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's interesting because, like, I don't know. It's so interesting to see, like, my, the difference between generations now. It's like my whole life I grew up learning about Jesus and how he cared about people regardless of what they were like. Mm hmm. And then when I'm doing, like, our generation's doing it now, and people are upset about it. (laughs) But you're not doing it right. No, I'm doing what I was taught. How to be like this, and you can't be mad at me for it. I heard someone once say, a lot of Christians do not follow the religion of Christ, but follow the religion of Peter. Or was it Paul? 
probably Paul because Paul wrote the most in the New Testament. Yeah, but the the response is not love and kindness. This is this is what you need to be doing. Because because Paul was just Paul's got such a great story, man. Mm-hmm. He was literally hunting down Jewish Christians and killing them because he thought that's what he needed to do to preserve the religion the faith and then god was like hey can you not can you not (laughs) (laughs) let me blind you for a couple days just so you can focus on this okay okay okay. you're not listening i'm gonna make more extreme measures happen so imagine so he was like i only said this he's like imagine their surprise when this man that everybody knew as the murderer of christians suddenly starts talking about jesus he was like, of course they didn't trust him. I mean, I wouldn't. He gave them absolutely no reason to. But he's like, but imagine. They're looking at this guy. And he's totally different. He's so different. In the way that he becomes one of the most influential Christ followers. He was like, if that is not an example of how God changes your life, I don't know what is. He was like, it is literally the story of, hey. He's like, the Israelites are literally a story, because the Israelites kind of sucked. Like, if you read the Bible, the Israelites sucked. They were not the greatest of people. They peoples. were terrible people. <laughs> but constantly, God was like, yeah, you suck, but I chose you, so... Come on, buck let's up. get better. <laughs> <laughs> buck up and do with it. It's literally a story of, like, you think you messed up too much this time? Nah. All right, well, let's try again. You can't mess up enough to make me love you. I heard such a thought the other day. That said, what is something people believe isn't believe, but is not in the Bible? White people, that one, the <laughs> white folk. <laughs> no, no, the one was that God will never give you anything more than you can handle. They're like false. If God never gave you anything more than you can handle, there's no reason you need Jesus. And I was like, oh, because the thing is, like, yes, that is you, accurate. Here's the thing: He gives you so much in your life, and He's always like, hey, this is a lot. That's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Because the things that I went through, like, a year ago, oh, boy. If I did not have God, I would not be in a great place. So I think about that a lot. Like, who would I be right now if I didn't have God in my life? And I think about choices that I made because I have God in my life. I'm like, I don't think I'd like me. I would not like the person. I, don't, I hope that I would I, still be a good person, but I don't know that I would get along with me. I know that I would not like me. I probably wouldn't have a great relationship with my parents. Hmm. Because I, I feel like... I mean, obviously I'm not a rebellious, rebellious person. I was a goody two-shoes. I never got in trouble. I got grounded for an hour. <laughs> that was my childhood. I was the youngest, so I got away with a lot. Obviously. Got away with nothing. I was i mean i had i was the goody two-shoes i always did really good i always followed the rules and stuff but i think also my parents are like amazing parents so <laughs> they made it really easy to talk to them about stuff because they were always very clear like if you if we if you guys felt like you couldn't talk to us about things like how else would you navigate life like if 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 you can't talk to your parents about the terrible time that you're going through like who are you supposed to help we're you? failing as parents like, you should be okay. able to come talk to us. 
because they wanted to have that kind of relationship. Like, because uh, a lot of people go, "I'm your parent, not your friend." Yeah, which is like a good way to be. And then when your kids get old enough, you do get into that friend status. Yeah. Well, I think my parents and I definitely now, having lived, Past like your expiration date. <laughs> Well, I, I was going. I'm never gonna let that go. You're never, I'm gonna be on my deathbed, and you're gonna be angry about it. I'm gonna be like, is this your expiration date? Because <laughs> <laughs> me and Taylor's plan is that after both of our husbands have passed away, we'll move into a house and be those crashy old ladies. Yeah, we'll be the ones that the kids are like. We'll you just have to run up and touch the door. <laughs> we'll be the one where historically they were great friends. <laughs> oh my god. Except gosh. it will be true. They were roommates. <laughs> they were roommates. <laughs> Except historically that will be true. We were just roommates. <laughs> yeah, just roommates. Oh, where was I going? Oh, but my I'm definitely friends with my parents now, having some you, distance and some life experience. But heads a lot with your mom. Yeah, because we're the same person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And she listens to this. She knows we're the same person. <laughs> but I have enough sprinklings of my father. And she and my father butt heads. <laughs> so it's like, you were doomed to have an argument at yeah, some point. Yeah, but having distance, having life experience, having, like, the ability to start and leave a conversation when I'm ready with my family, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter, like, what member of my family is. My relationships have gotten better. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, my mom is totally my friend. My dad is totally my friend. Do I remember to call my father? Absolutely not, because I don't remember to call anyone. Um, <laughs> when you call me, and I'm always like, oh, this must be important. And it's something, like, funny that I need to know right now. Because <laughs> I won't remember to tell you later, and I can't send it there through text. There was one time you sent me a text that was a voice recording, because that was just easier for you. Because I, I just, I want everyone to video te- video text, and it's just easier for my brain. <laughs> <sighs> oh my gosh, so... Oh, speaking of video text, I got trapped in my bathroom the other night. <laughs> you did! And, um... <laughs> so we're pa- we were painting, and all the door handles came off, and but we left a little mechanism in there. And I usually left the door a little bit ajar whenever I went to the bathroom and had a shower. And then I was going in there to grab something, and I closed the door too hard, and I was like, Oh, no. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> and I had a pair of scissors in there. I don't remember why they were in there. And I was trying to, like, get them in there and twist it just right. Yeah. But because they're a, a triangle too far in and they don't turn too little and it's not enough to get enough tension. Oh, no. And I spent, like, ten minutes and then I called Alex and I was like, sibling, I need help. I'm stuck in the bathroom. I can't get out. So, uh... And she she's like, look around. And I was like, Alex, if I, was ca- if I had found a way out, I would not be calling you. <laughs> yeah. So she had to leave her home and drive to our home and grab the screwdriver and shove it in the door and let me out. <laughs> yeah, I almost got locked in a bedroom in our house. So I was putting 1.0 to bed. Okay. 2.0 is asleep in the other room. 1.0, his doorknob was apparently really, really loose. And I was like, oh no. I like struggled for a minute and I got it open and I was like, oh no. I need to fix that because if I had gotten locked out, I would have to go out the window onto the gravel, climb, like come back into the building, go upstairs, knock on my neighbor's door, be like, hey, can you call this place where my husband works? Because he's not going to hear his phone. Wait on hold and then be like, hey, Avery, can you come home and let me in before the baby wakes up and starts screaming? Mm -hmm. Because 
all our windows are locked. Our front door would be locked. I couldn't get in the house. Y'all, we live on the ground floor. Our windows are locked. And and barred. Like, I have bars in all of them. They're just... I, I the next you day, pulled out disaster. my screwdriver, and I was like, this is getting fixed. <laughs> averted disaster, just barely. <sighs> yeah. But, I mean, sibling laughed at me, and I was like, mm, help me, it's true. I laughed at you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I even pulled it up, and <laughs> I was like, I can't. I'm dreading. Help, I to bubble. <laughs> I mean, Booba. We did the same thing. Sorry. Okay, this is me. And I accidentally closed the door and I can't get out. I can't get out. This doesn't work. It's the only thing I have. I can't get out. We're coming, Kinsey. Me and Sawyer are coming. And then my mom was like, well, what happened? Did she get out or what? <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm cool. Literally would stick the screwdriver and turn the door and open it. Oh, man. Yeah, I got it. I was like, I'm... Hail. I to bubble. <laughs> escape does not work. <laughs> hey, that was built just like escape. <laughs> okay, so I'm a little curious. Cause I, so I never played D&D. I don't know really anything about it. I, I'm barely starting to get an understanding for what the rolling of the dice even means okay and i don't know why there are different shaped dice i don't know why like the triangle dice confuses me how do you know which side to do um the person who's asking you to roll will typically tell you no i mean like when you roll this the triangle dice how do you know which number you roll they, they will tell you because sometimes it's the total of the three the three numbers sometimes it's the one that's pointing up Sometimes it's the bottom two, but they'll they'll typically tell but you what they want. But it's a triangle and it has sides, so which? Uh-huh. I don't know. We will consult the Avery because I'm not super down on the triangle dice. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so I'm like starting to get a thing for it, but I guess Critical Role is back and everybody's like losing their minds because it's not just that they're back with a new campaign; it's they're back in the same room because mm-hmm. they had one over COVID, so it was screened, and which isn't the same. No. Because, I mean, it's great, but it's just not the same. We, all right, so what? our friend group tried to do that, and I was like, no, I am out. I'm not doing this. I'm tired. And they're like, that's fair. So I would hop on for, like, the first half hour and just chit-chat with everyone and be like, okay, guys, I'm going to bed. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd start their campaign. And so I literally have never played it before. My parents, didn't, when they were younger, uh, being new Christians, they weren't sure if they should play it. Mm-hmm. My mom is kind of eh about magical stuff. She was, I don't know, with Harry Potter, so. Avery's mom thinks it's of the devil, but then literally turned around and encouraged one of her daughters to role play with her kids. And I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not poking that hornet's nest. I'm gonna <laughs> leave it be. I will leave it be. We are here so that my children can know you. <laughs> Anyways, but I have been asked to DM multiple times. It's because you're a good storyteller. I know. Which is, but I'm like... I don't know anything about this game. Like, if you, you know, know the thing, I don't know what that means. I would totally co-DM with you. Hmm. However, I have seen a lot of TikToks. So like, if you DM, just pre- be prepared that you will never play a character again. <laughs> There's knockings at the door. Oh, hold on. We are going into pause mode. And we're back because we had ice cream delivered and it was yummy. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. But I ran out of videos and I don't want to know what we were talking about anymore. That's true. We we went off a little bit on a Marvel tangent. 
without you guys' knowledge. So it's fine. We'll catch you up later. Yeah, we, It'll we, come back. We do that a lot. We just kind of have conversations without you. It's fine. <laughs> Most of our conversations are without you. That is true. You guys so get an it? hour and a, you guys get an hour and twenty minutes a week of what we have conversations about. And we have conversations for probably at least two hours outside of that. We do. I'm like hey, not including the <laughs> I, multitude, the so, plethora uh-huh. of videos we send back and forth. On Fridays, I try and get over here at seven, and we usually don't start podcasting till like eight. Mm-hmm. Or nine. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Does I mean, it's just it's fun to talk to your best friend, guys. Yes. It's very fun. And today it was like eight thirty, and we didn't start until like, yeah, like nine thirty. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, yeah, we haven't seen each other in a few weeks. Like, let's get caught up. Let's get caught up, and you'll like. You'll probably think, well, you always had an episode. Yeah, well, we like to have a buffer episode because I was in California. By the way, which, by the way, it's so crazy seeing all those cargo ships in the water. Yeah. It was so, um, and because, so, we went, we were in Huntington Beach is where we went for vacation. So, we were sitting on the beach. Oh, it was so nice that day. I was sitting in the full sun, just like, yes. I actually have a tan line. Small one on my wrist from my hair tie. Um, not very noticeable, but the other day I was like, is that a, oh, that's a tan line. (laughs) Anyways, so, we're just sitting there, and I was like, 30 cargo ships just sitting there weird off the coast yeah and it's sad because they don't have enough truckers they don't have enough truckers and they don't have enough longshoremen Mm. so apparently at the port that we were near they had enough longshoremen but they didn't have enough truckers to empty out the port so that they could offload the next truck because they have the next ship so they have to get everything out of the port from the one cargo ship, which goes on trucks, which goes where they need to be. But if you don't have enough truckers, it slows everything down. Yeah. So then once that one goes off, they can call in the next ship. So some of those cargo ships have been there for months. And my uncle was saying, like, he's like, yeah, most of those aren't American. He's like, these are people from another country, so they can't come on board. They can't come ashore because they don't have a passport. So they're stuck on their boat. That's so annoying. And you can just see this brown line along the because all of those diesel ships are just sitting there yeah and they have to run the engines for power when they get into port they have an electrical hookup yeah oh no that doesn't mean anything if you have to sit out there day after day after day Ugh. i know and so the ones that are american though they do he said they do have a water taxis that they can send out there give them a couple days on shore Oh, that's good at least. But, but like, what about everybody else? If you're not American without your passport, if you're from a different country and you don't have a passport, like, you just have to stay on your ship. <gasps> I mean, they're big ships, but it being that... But a cage ugh. is a cage is a cage is a cage. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. It's gotta be so hard. Uh, my cousin was telling me that there was a cargo ship that was like, it was, this was in December. Yeah. And he was like, it is Christmas time. I want to go home and see my family. If you don't let me into that port, I'm dumping all of this in the water. And he was serious. He was like, because if I don't have anything on my ship, I, I need to come in yeah. and I will make it so that I have nothing on my ship. I will. I will fix this problem for you. Mm-hmm. So they let him in because they're like, we need that crap. Because <laughs> that's like, it's literally like millions of dollars worth of stuff that he was just going to toss in the harbor because he was done fed up let him in offloaded his ship and he got home in time for christmas but i think he was like i am not doing any more for a very long time 
yeah, let's give it a, let's give it a few years. Mm-hmm. Get everything settled back. Well, I mean, my parents have had gone on a journey just to find a dining table. Really? Yeah, they had one that they really liked, and they said it would be delivered this month. And then they said, um, well, we just got word, and it's on a cargo ship in the harbor. I think it'll be here in July. Nope. Yeah, so they canceled that sale, which I feel so bad for retailers. How many sales have they lost because they just can't get stuff? So many, but we should not rely on everything working perfectly to have a functioning system. I know. So I'm with you. Well, that's why I think it's funny that everyone's like, oh my gosh, Christmas presents. I'm like, dude, because now that my whole family's gotten older, like, we want to do stuff. Yeah. We don't really want things anymore. And if we do want the thing, we've already bought the thing. Well, like, for my kids, like, they're not getting much. Like, but that'll be, like, our thing because other family members will give them lots of things and there will be, like, like, we're also, like, renewing a zoo pass and an aquarium pass. Like, we're renewing yearly things. Yeah, my sister does the same thing for her kids. It's great. Mm -hmm. We love going to the zoo. And, ooh, zoo lights. Will be fun. It's always so cold. I know, it is cold, but it's pretty. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I remember one time we went down to Temple Square. Me and boyfriend, and we were like, oh, this is pretty. I'm really cold. You want to go? Yeah. Yep. We were in there for very long. We were just like, goodbye. Yeah. I mean, I get why people do it, but I'm like, I'm too cold. I will do Mm -hmm. it so my kids know it's a cool thing to do, and we can decide as Mm -hmm. a family if that's something we're going to do from now on, but like... So I think it's interesting because people have like date nights, which is important to have in your relationship. Like you always, you have to, you will be dating your partner forever. Yes. Okay. Just because you're married does not mean you stop dating them. And so me and boyfriend have a lot of date nights, but we don't call it that. It's literally we go get dinner and then watch a movie. I'm not allowed to call them dates unless they are planned. (laughs) We have had almost arguments over this because i'd be like hey thanks for this fun date and he's like when was it considered a date and i was like the whole time he's like you didn't tell that to me and i was like but i don't understand i still don't understand but i accept that we have to plan in advance it has to be planned out for him to call it a date yes because we literally don't basically on society's term me and boyfriend have never been on a date and basically, their, their terminology of what a date is, we've never been on one. But we're constantly like, hey, this movie's out, want to go see it? Yes. Um, and then we, like, we'll go get dinner. Like, most, our favorite thing to do is basically go get a place that we really like to eat at, take it to go, come back to my house, set up the TV sound system thing and watch a movie while we eat the food. It's like our favorite thing to do. Uh, we have a... We, we are both very much homebodies. <laughs> We have a date jar that we put all of our random change into. And then, you know, dollar bills is when we feel so inclined. And we go back and forth on who gets to pick the next date. And so our last one, we went glass blowing and we made a glass each. So it's like a cup glass. And then the time before that, it was a comedy show. But then Avery had to go out to Alaska um, for a family event that was pretty last minute. So I took Kenzie. She was my date. Mm-hmm. I'm. A hundred percent that people thought we were dating, if not married. I mean, the fact that you're taller than me, and we both have colored hair. <laughs> I don't think I had colored hair people, at the time. People would be like, oh, that's just whatever, but I'm like, we, we're in Utah, okay? <laughs> so, if you're not a white person, 
it's just assumed that you're different. <laughs> um, I've noticed that recently in my area where I live, we're getting more ethnicity. Cool. Mm-hmm. I think there's been like two or three black couples that have moved into the neighborhood. That nice. I've, and it's always been like a white neighborhood. And I'm like, hey, good people who are white, hello. Yeah. Also, because we're on the, um, hold on, we're on the west side of the freeway. So uh-huh. there's just already more ethnicity on this side. Yeah, it's really. I was talking to somebody who lives in, in a close proximity, and they're like, "Yeah, we have a lot of diversity in our in our area." And I was like, looked at him and like confused, and I was like, "He's like not, not in race, but I was like in work or in like experience." And he's like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Okay." So I've seen like maybe three black families. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not a lot. Yeah, I am definitely starting to notice more and more ethnicity, which I really appreciate because yes, this state is. <laughs> uh, my oldest sister had a friend that she really really liked to move out of state because of how racist people were. I can't. I just I. Because she said she went to this church and literally everyone was like, "Oh, you got to meet this family. You'll love this family. You'll love them." Uh, they had adopted a black boy. That was the only reason why they wanted her to meet them. Hmm. Because she was black. And she was like, what the hell? Because they're like, oh, you gotta meet her, you gotta meet her. Because she did something good and adopted one of your kind, basically, is what she felt like they were saying. That's so awful. And she also lived on the east side. Yeah. Like, in really nice, um, starts with a, not bountiful. Draper. Draper, thank you. But she also lived in a really nice part of Draper. And everyone there was super mean to her. Like, um, oldest sister's husband, his mom, has been followed by cops. She was part of a cleaning business and would clean their houses, made really good money. But because she is Mexican with a smidgen of Native American, she's obviously not white. And they would, she's like, I've had multiple times where police follow me because I'm not white and I don't belong here. I hate people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, oldest sister's husband gets pulled aside for the random check at the airport every single time they go on a plane. Do they just, like, build that into their time allowance anymore? Mm-hmm. I mean, I actually have been pulled aside once for the random check. But he gets pulled aside every time. I've not been pulled aside for a random check, but my first time going on a plane as an adult, I had lost my hard ID and I didn't have a backup. At the time, I also didn't have a passport, so I had to get checked both going to Alaska and coming home from Alaska. Like the pat down on top of the normal procedures because I didn't have a hard ID. My, they do a double take on my ID. Mm, why? Because I have short orange hair in that picture. Oh. And look like my brother. You do look like your brother in that picture. Uh-huh. I look a lot like I I look a little bit like I transitioned um, because now my hair is long. <laughs> <laughs> and I look a lot more feminine with long hair. You know, I didn't know you had a brother until we were in like high school, like late in high school. Some of my friends that I've had for the beginning of time forgot I had a brother because he moved out of state when we were all pretty young. Because there was a hurricane in Florida at one point. I was like, yeah, I'm so glad my brother used to live in Florida. And literally Andrew, who I've known since I was like three, went, your brother? And I was like, yes, my brother. (laughs) 
And then Asaxa was like, I forgot you had a brother. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, he's, I mean, it's hard because um, oldest sister and middle sister lived at home for a very long time and you interacted with them a lot. My brother is not Christian and has been moved out since he was 18. And he was never at the house. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I remember when he was talking about how he proposed to his wife. Yeah. He said it was the most romantic thing he's ever done in his life. Oh. And I don't think he's ever done anything since that's been as romantic. But they were living in a little one-bedroom apartment up in Sugar House. Okay. Um, nearish the Barnes & Noble up in... In that area? Yeah. Okay. On 13th East-ish. Okay. So it's like 13th, and I can't remember the other street, but you go into the neighborhood a little bit, and they were li- like on the street apartment. Anyways, um, he said she went, I think she went to work, and while she was gone, he went and got a bunch of rose petals and scattered them everywhere, and got a bunch of candles and lit them all up everywhere. <laughs> he said rose petals everywhere. My brain went, I have to clean that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a small enough apartment. It would have taken five minutes. But... He was like, and then I said some very cheesy things that were very heartfelt, but I will never repeat them again <laughs> to anyone that isn't her. <laughs> and then I asked her to marry me. Oh, you're so cute. Yeah. But that was, it's weird because it's the opposite of me and boyfriend's relationship because he was always over, the, over at their house. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really know her. She's great though. I love her a lot. That's she, good. She's on the phone. And then, um, and, and where his boyfriend's always at my house, and I'm never over at his house. Hmm. I don't really know his parents very well. But also, there's a language barrier. Mm, that does make things like that. And also, he has a additionally hard relationship with his parents, so there's that. Yeah, that also makes it really hard. I remember when we were first dating, he was... It was a really hard time. He doesn't feel like this anymore, with his dad, at least. Um, and I remember when we were first dating. This is probably two years in, and he was like, I don't even want them at the wedding. Oof. It was a really hard time back then. Because they didn't understand why school was important. Yeah. They didn't understand why it mattered so much. Hmm. Yeah. It was... Being in his house was difficult sometimes. Because he... I remember... He said he was having a talk with his mom once. And he was like, family should be able to like, talk to each other. Because he, he has an easier time talking to his mom than his dad. Uh-huh. I mean, you always have that one parent. That depending on the situation, you'll go to that one versus the other. <laughs> yeah. So he was talking to his mom one time. And she was like, every family's a little bit dysfunctional. And he was like, not hers. And I think it's because he also didn't understand why his parents got married. His parents got married because they had three children and weren't married. And his dad wanted to be a pastor. Well, and it's just easier to have legal responsibility of your children if you are married to someone mm-hmm. it's just it's easier they're no longer married um he's got a stepmom okay mm-hmm. can't remember her name sometimes remember. that's okay though and um what he remembers but he was like yes they are and he's told me he's so glad that he has my parents as an example because he didn't know why he's like i don't even know why my parents got married they don't even like each other I was like, look, it's important that you love your partner. It's even more important that you like your partner. Yeah. Because love can only, like, I love my siblings, but sometimes, like. Yeah. No, I get it. Sometimes it's like, oh, I'm gonna, 
I have fought with all of them. I once pinned the because the fourth out of five. I once pinned her down when she was in elementary school, and I clipped her fingernails because I got the report that she had been pinching kids in her class with her fingernails. And I don't remember why my parents either didn't know or didn't do something about it but i was i think she must have scratched me or something i was just done so i literally pinned her to the ground and cut her nails and i talked to her about it the other few months ago and she's like oh no i remember you're the reason that i struggle to cut my fingernails i was like (laughs) she's like you gave me pg i'm like i'm not sorry and she's like i know you're not (laughs) i remember the one time that um somebody basically assaulted your oldest sibling Mm-hmm. And you were, like, ready to go to the school and murder somebody. Yep. You were ready to just go violent. You you woke up that day and said, if I don't choose violence, someone got to do something. <laughs> I choose violence or something bad's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you come and she was like, you're more useful outside of jail for her, okay? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't she have a boyfriend now? Mm-hmm. Is he a good guy? Yeah, he and um, he and she are going on a cruise with us in January. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so excited. We have less than a hundred days. <sighs> oh, I want to travel. Ashley worked for Delta for a season. Yeah. So she's already been on flights. Like she's gone through different things. She's in Greece right now. Wow. Yeah, because when you work for Delta, the flights are just super cheap. Or if you do standby, they're free. Yeah. Which is most of the reason why vacations are expensive is the plane flight. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we want to go to Japan, and that's, like, a $1,000 ticket. Per person. Per person. So. Yeah. I want to go to Japan. And that's also, like, an 18-hour flight. Yeah, it's a real long day. Which is, like, when I, like, I know first class is just dumb expensive, but I feel like if I had the money, I would, like, fly and coach somewhere and then first class back home. Because yeah. if you're going home, you're just done and you want to be home. It's a little easier to handle the travel if you're going in a little bit of luxury. <laughs> yeah. Just this means. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I have to call it before my eyes <laughs> fall off. <laughs> my eyes are going to fall out of my hand. All right. Well, that is this week's podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Send us an email. Let yes. us know we're not screaming into the void alone. Yeah. Oh, I should check. We have our emails. email is in our description thing. Phone. I don't know. Oh, I found it. <laughs> I haven't checked that email in a while because I forget. I forget, friend. That's she's like, I have ADHD, brain, and I have an excuse. <laughs> There's nothing. That's fine. Losers, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. guys. Bye. Bye.